0: Welcome to Chinuch 2.0. I'm Aaron Parnas, and this is a show dedicated to discussing the massive changes happening to our Chinuch system, some of which may never be the same again. Over the past week, something which we could have never imagined only a few weeks ago, has happened across the globe. Because of the coronavirus outbreak, all yeshivas have been closed, shuls have been shut, and Jewish communal life has come to a complete stop. Parents are not leaving their homes to go to work. Children are not able to go to school. So much has been taken away from us, our shuls, our schools. Not being able to go to simchas, no work, no shopping for yomtef. Parents work hard to pay tuition to the schools and yeshivas so they could do the job of being mechanach their children. But maybe we've been relying on them too much? It's during times of crisis like this that we realize how precious our children are and how important it is that we be good role models for them. But that's not to say it's going to be easy. Many of us have lots of children close in age who are out of their routines, cramped up in close quarters, not being able to play with friends. Entertaining them is a huge challenge, something that we will Mir be discussing in a future episode. But now, let's focus on Limar Taira, How that could continue under the current situation. On this episode, we were going to be focusing specifically on Masiftas. How both the Yeshivas and the Bahram themselves are dealing with the challenges of not being able to go to Yeshiva and learn. As we will see, there are many different opinions on how Rabbeim should be giving share to their Bahram. Should it be done simply over the telephone, using a conference call? Or should there be more interactive methods, such as using Zoom video, where the Rebbeim and the Bacharim can see each other and interact with each other virtually. In my son's Yeshiva they started out trying the phone system, but switched over to Zoom after just a few days when they realized how much better the learning could be. My son was so much happier using Zoom once he figured out how to connect. But on the other hand, do we put our children in front of computers that are connected to the Internet? On this show, we will be speaking with both Machanchim and bachrim to get their perspectives on how things are working. We will be speaking with Rabbi Chanoich Pozi, who is both the Reish Masifta and a Magad Shir in Yeshiva Teret in Brooklyn. We'll also be speaking with Rabbi David Kamet, who is a Rebbe in Yeshiva Heichal HaTorah of Tinek, And we will be also speaking to two bachrim to get their perspective on how learning outside Yeshiva can continue. Let's go to our interviews. We are joined now by Rav Chanoich Pozi, Rosh Masifta and Magachir in Yeshiva Terat and Rav of Khal Shar Shamayim in Flatbush. Welcome, Rav Pozi. Thank you. Rav Pozi, you're a Magachir, you're you're a Rav. Let's start off with a Hashkafah question. There's no question that the coronavirus situation is causing a tremendous amount of Betel on many levels. Last week, there were Rabbanim and Rosh Yeshiva who were screaming that it's Aser B'Shom Ayyafim to close the yeshivas. They all were, say, were saying the story of Rabbi Akiva who was Maisa to teach Torah barabim, and the famous story with the facts and the, and the fish in the water. And this week, every single yeshiva in the world, in, in America closed. What changed? Why is this different?
1: Well, I didn't hear any Rosh Hashiva screaming or saying that. But what changed and why it, it's different is, first of all, Kiva had an issue of Shasa Shmad, where the haloch is that we have to be Meister Nefesh before we change uh, any parts of our life, or not any part, but specific parts of our lifestyle, certainly including Limud HaTayra. Secondly, while you are correct that Right now, I assume there is less Torah being learned until we get used to the new normal. Many yeshivas, if I'm, every yeshiva that I know of, certainly in the Masifta level and above, has uh, tried to uh, help you know, generate more limda Torah through over the phone, over the phone. Our yeshiva has three starum on the phone. So while we're not in the yeshiva, we're trying to keep the yeshiva going uh, either virtually or on the telephone.
0: Can you tell us how your yeshiva is approaching the situation in terms of getting the bachram to learn and making sure that that, uh, the Torah tries to continue as much as possible during this situation?
2: Well,
1: the yeshiva, my yeshiva, and I know of other yeshivas, are, you know, in in the high school level and the bismegis level, it's easier where... First off, if we'd like to, we can be strict and take attendance. It, but I believe most, most Bochum, at least we know we've just begun this, feel the achrayas and are all calling in again to the shiurim on the phone, which are interactive, and have harusas on the phone. And there's a curriculum being sent out via email and the like. It, it, it's a struggle. We have to keep pushing. We have to keep going. But so far, it seems to, uh, it seems to be working. Now, uh, yeshiva katana age is a different issue. That's uh, something else.
0: Are the Bahram able to keep uh, a similar schedule to, to when, when they are nor- normally in yeshiva?
1: The, there's a certain level of trust that has to be assumed. Yeshivas have instrumented and implemented that boys should be davening, Bakram should be davening at the same time that the, that of the yeshivas davening, They say the storm should be kept at least first, and Second Seder to an extent at the same time. And even in Lemudah the yeshiva sends out, uh, you know, at least one uh, class a day, goes out, and be, uh, has to be emailed back if there'd be a quiz and the like. But there, there is an element of trust that has to be there. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we're, we're gonna hear later from a Rebbe in a different yeshiva who's using a, a, a video conference this year his talmidim, and not only that, there's a way for for him to see his talmidim learning with each other, in a in a virtual room, so to speak, and uh, like this, he's able to see them learning with each other. He's able to guide them if they if they have a question, they're able to just press a button and able to learn with them. Um, do you see your yeshiva going over to that system anytime soon?
1: I'm hoping that we can. Uh, I'm hoping you know, the, the word technology is always a you know a hot button word. But I'm hoping that uh, we're actually working on something now. It's no NASA or, uh, you know, a, a strategic uh, secret. I just don't have the, exi- the particulars to share. But we're working on something now where every uh, balker hopefully will be able to be able to visual, you know, see the Rebbe. And the Rebbe will be able to see, able to see all the balker in a way that's that as safe as can be in the technology age. But, yes, I do believe we have to take advantage of the world of technology that we live in.
0: Mm-hmm. So given this, uh, this the, the current situation, uh, Bachram not in a structure, of, of, in, the, in the physical structure of yeshiva, how should they, what should, what should their approach be to it towards, towards, towards their situation compared to like a typical Benizman? How should they approach it differently?
1: Well, right now, see, the, the, the true test will come when, as I mentioned before, they kind of get used to this. Right now, there's still, you know, a certain amount of aim a certain amount of fear. There's a certain amount of we have to do what we can. Now, the, the, many Bachar have become familiar with the last Rambam Tiyur Shemeshnayis and Brauchas, which warns us of the last protection being the Lima Hatiyra, and if that uh, weakens, then Hakadosh Baruch Hu can, uh, you know, will really punish us. But you're right; as Bachar get used to the, as I called it before, the new normal, and they. To, you know, it's 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 something that we have to keep our ta- keep tabs on and check daily, you know, hourly, daily, and weekly to see how things are going. Right now, I haven't seen that worry yet. I've seen them wanting to learn, wanting and calling even to 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 tell me how much they've learned. So I'm i we're not at that point yet where where I'm 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 ready to be worried for that question.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the, the, the other question that follows this question is, given the lack of stability and the, the, the physical environment, the, the ruchmiyistic, of physical environment, that Abacher now finds himself kind of cut off from his friends, from his yeshiva, there's no, there's no davening in shul, there's no, no, no chavrusis learning in Spanish, there's no kol around him, what practical steps could a ben do to stay connected? given that this situation doesn't seem to be ending at uh, any time in the near future?
1: Well, the, the, if you can call it silver lining in this horribly dark cloud, a Kaddish who didn't do this in October or November. We have to make do for the next two weeks or so, this measures you know, for the next week, and then it's Benazmanim and boker. buffer while sometimes having Chavrusas live would have to have them on the phone, and hopefully they have siblings that they can learn with. The the you know the real struggle will be of Halila. This is continuing after Yom for the next two weeks. I think, uh, as you mentioned, the yeshivas. You use the word more modern. I won't go there, but the yeshivas that have uh, 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 you know already uh, the you know ability through Zoom or the like to have uh, virtual classrooms are a step ahead and the yeshivas the haf, and siftas that are doing it on the phone will have to keep going. I suggest making more of an in the curriculum to make it more exciting in the next few days or so that can hopefully enhance it. But you know it, it's gonna take willpower from the Bahrim and a Rebbe or Rabbeim that are understanding the new world of the Bakrim and are gonna get them excited to learn and have the proper interactivity.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a challenge uh, on, on the Rebbe's side.
1: It's always a challenge on the Rebbe's side. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, the, the Rebbe, the, one of the jobs of a Rebbe, and an assistant certainly today, is to motivate. It can't be the old way where the Rebbe would just be sitting at his virtual desk, drinking his virtual coffee, and waiting for the vacham to come in and do as they're told. A Rebbe has to, you know, if it requires a Rebbe calling the bachrim privately on the phone every day, every other day, and keeping in touch and motivating and showing that he cares. Bachrim will want to please a Rebbe who they really like and look up to.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so we're, 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 we're going to hear soon from some, uh, we spoke to some bachrim who are in this situation. We spoke to one, one bachr who's uh, m- much more of a motivated bacher, into, very into his learning, and he's staggering away. It was, it was even hard to get him on the phone. We had to speak to him late at night after he finished all his chavrusas on the phone. Um, and for him, like you were saying, he's, he, he, he's trying to make the best of the situation. Uh, you know, he, he's not so much of a concern. But then we spoke with another bacher, who de- now that he has no routine, he's not in the yeshiva environment, he finds himself learning very little just because it's, it's hard for him to do it on his own, and he's not self-motivated. Um, what could what could such a baker do to given the situation to overcome his natural inclination to, to and, and use this time wisely?
1: A bacha should have a schedule. Everybody always needs a schedule. Structure always works. Lack of structure is enjoyable for a few days, but structure works. A bakr should speak to his if he has a Rebbe that he has a good relationship with, if uh, David should help and he had a great relationship and an understanding and relationship with his parents, he should work out a structured day which might require less learning but he might get more out of less mm-hmm.
0: so modify the schedule somewhat uh, like a, a modified modify schedule so that he could yeah, that he modified. should be able to mm-hmm.
1: yeah modify taylor make it for him but he has to stick to it mm-hmm Okay. Um, what, what
0: should a parent's role be during this time? You know, so the, the, obviously, we're all, all living together and, and getting on each other's nerves. <laughs> there's, no, there's no escaping. Everyone's living at home. There's no work. There's no, yeshi, no, no davening. And, and they're seeing their bahre, you know, going through the ups and downs like everybody else is. Should a, should a parent be a, a mashkiach and, and push his, 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 his bacha to do more? Or, or should they uh, just let, it, let him be and let him find himself?
1: You know, I, I do counseling, so if they want to try and be a Mashkiach, that'll be more, more work for me. <laughs> but a, 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 par- a parent should not be a Mashkiach. A parent should know that schedule and should be together with the buffer working at the proper schedule, speaking to a Rebbe saying, What's the right schedule for my son? and should gently remind their son about that schedule. But as you mentioned, you know, there's a lot of angst in the house. People are, f- are scared, people are nervous, Pesach is coming. There's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of constructive uh, things that a bocher can do, you know, to enhance his learning if he's not ready to learn the whole day. A parent should make sure that a bocher is doing something. If he's learning, Baruch Hashem. And he has to learn something, but he has to be doing something and, and, and be helpful. But a parent's not the mashkir, should not be shrying, screaming, giving them musr, because it's going to be counterproductive.
0: Mm-hmm. What about davening? What about waking him up for davening and, uh, and uh, telling Again, him, th- reminding th- him that it's say there?
1: Yeah, so they should have the schedule. They should make a schedule. What time are you getting up for davening every day? There should be a leeway of, you know, he's not going to miss Baruchu. So should, there should be a leeway that should, of course, work around this Mane Chilam, this Mane Kritishma. It's so, not that early these days, so can make it work. And, it should, and each buffer should have a tailor made for him. Then mm-hmm. the parent has every right to remind him strongly but what are you going to do you're going to punish a high school boy and do it? he he's grounded already the rabbinish him grounded us he's grounded already mm-hmm. what, what more can you do you have to be show them positive uh you know and constructive ways of fulfilling their day and if a bocha bo- disappoints and he doesn't do it so there's tomorrow.
0: Okay, social, social interaction is so much of a Bachar's time in yeshiva. It's often said that Bacharim learn a lot more from their friends than they do from their Rebbeim. What, what ways could Bacharim still, it's, it's such an important part of their, of their growth and development, learning from each other. How, how could they still engage with each other socially while being stuck at home with their families and away from, from yeshiva?
1: You know, many Bacharim have access to telephones. I hope that they're all kosher. They should be all kosher. They should have access access to telephones. And if not, I don't know. You probably know better than I do. But I assume it's easy to add a buffer to a plan. Uh, I think the the cashering facilities for the telephones are open. And get them a telephone. They could talk with their friends. At the time, they're not being helpful. And I assume there are ways maybe to get together with the social distancing. I I don't know know. The legalities of it and the rules of society are changing daily. So, right now, it's, it, it's an issue to complain about. If this is still going after Yom this, this is going to be a major problem, which I don't have the answer for.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, one more question. You're also a Rav of a Um What message are you giving to the members of Akihila who find themselves without shul, without a minion? And they can't go to Shurim anymore. There's no, there's no kid to shop this morning to talk to their friends. How should they? How should how how what, what what are you giving over to them? How they should be dealing with the current situation?
1: So I can only speak for myself personally. We have established a share every night an interactive share on Zoom. Everybody gets to see each other. Uh, you know, it seems to be that there's a little bit of a kiddish evening uh, that everybody's partaking in. We learn different things each night, different subjects, and for the you know the, the three nights that it's been uh, that it began with, it's gone very well. I I them. I, I, are just more developed Bachrim, Baruch Hashem, and they, 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 have, they need that social interactivity, they need the limerat Torah. Any Musser about, you know, behavior and shul, I believe should be, you know, it could be touched upon, but should be saved when we go back into the shul. You know, you know we'll have a golden opportunity to remind everybody about what happened when, there, this is the first time in the history, I believe, of Claudia soil that we were kicked out of shul by the Rabbeinah Sholeil, and we can't blame it on anybody else. So you know that that opportunity for Musser will come when we go back to Shul. Right now they need Chizuk, and I think any way that we can take advantage of technology today, of course you know with with, with a kosher with a kosher oysen, should be taken advantage of. Every rub should stay connected with his Balabatim. Mm-hmm.
0: Is it, uh, are you making time for Balabatim to call you to, to 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 reach out to you to speak to them uh, give give them? You well,
1: know, I. I I have a disease that I can't not answer a phone call or at least return it. So I, uh, that time, I always made that time, but it's becoming more time consuming. Uh, you know, the, the bunch of often that I should have the time for them and they should feel free to reach out to me and every rub should, uh, when a rub takes a position, whether it's his shoulder, he's hired, he has to understand that he's the shepherd and he has to give time like my sherbet to each sheep in the flock.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Okay, let's hope that this, uh, this situation is is, is f- quickly resolves itself and we're able to get back to our schools and our yeshivas. And thank you very much for your time.
1: Oh man, for what you're doing. Thank you.
0: Okay, we have on the line Rabbi David Kamet He's a high school rabbi at Yeshiva Hechalatayra in Tinek. This yeshiva already started. Already, they already closed the yeshiva last week, and. As of today, they've been already doing this remote system of learning for over a week. Welcome, Rabbi Tomet.
2: Hello, how are you?
0: Can you just give a quick summary or a brief description of how the Talmidim and your yeshiva are learning now and how you give shir to them?
2: Right now, the Talmidim are learning remotely over Zoom and in the morning we get together, the Talmidim has to sign in and assigned time. I say Shir to them and oftentimes we use Zoom to break down into harusah as well. Zoom has a feature called breakout room where we're able to send the Talmidim to learn with their individual harusahs through the system and I'm able to call them back through Shir as necessary.
0: How does it work with the, the Harusa system? can you explain a little bit more how that works on the on the breakout rooms and what your involvement is in their in their learning
2: yeah so actually uh, the, my Ian shear is very different than my Baiya Seder. so my Ian shear in the morning I always leave them short slots of Harusa that's a 10th grade shear and I'm trying to get them used to making layness on Gemara, Taisisin, maybe even other and Ahreinim. So I will say an introductory Isha'inim and then I'll have them cut out into short Chavrusa sessions, maybe 10 to 15 minutes, where they can work with their Chavrusa on preparing something that I'll assign them. And then I can call them back together to go over whatever they've prepared. With the Zoom, I have the ability to move from Chavrusa to Chavrusa to assist them if they get stuck, or just to check in, make sure they're learning, and to keep them on focus. In the second seder, which is a Vakiyah seder, I have 11th and 12th graders who are more advanced and more and very motivated, and those boys learn the entire seder, there is no shir, they learn the entire seder, a two-hour seder on their own. There I'm constantly moving from chavrusa to chavrusa to, to help out, to handle with the guys and learning a little bit uh, and uh, that says it goes on for almost two hours again and I'm able to go from Chavruta to Chavruta.
0: So if a Talmud has a question during the time that they're learning with Chavruta are they able to ask you for help?
2: Yes with this system they're able to simply buzz there's a button on the screen apparently that they can press requesting help and I'm able to know which chavrusa needs me, so when I finish up with whomever I'm speaking with, I'm able to move to a different chavrusa. Mm-hmm.
0: Are you able to see their faces, their, their level of participation, both during when they're learning with, with their chavrusa and during the year?
2: So this is really the drawback of remote learning. When I have them in a classroom, I see every single guy, and I'm fully aware if he's in this year or not. Over Zoom, that's much harder to see. And in a Bikiya there where they're learning the Chavrusa, obviously everyone's engaged because they're one-on-one with their Chavrusa. However, in an eon chair, can be more challenging because of several reasons. Number one, not every boy has video capability. So sometimes I'm not seeing the boy's face, uh, first a minority of the boys. And even the boys whose faces I am seeing, as you're aware, on a computer, you can have multiple tabs open, and even though it looks like you're staring into the computer, really, you're not staring into the shear, but rather staring at something else on the computer. So that can be a little challenging. Obviously, the boys who provide feedback during the shear, who are answering the questions and the like, so those boys are clearly engaged, they're clearly focused on what's going on, and I find that the boys who are engaged are the same boys who are engaged in the classroom. That is, the boys who are engaged in the classroom, their remote learning is not really damaging their involvement. Those boys are still involved, they're asking questions, same troops in participating in this year. Certainly the boys who are not involved in the classroom, so those boys I suspect are here too, they're less involved in the shearing. and we haven't really gotten them by moving to this type of mode But nonetheless, this is not what we plan to do. This is simply a necessity at this time
0: mm-hmm. How many tell me them are we are we talking about in a typical seder there that you're working with through this remote system?
2: So I have approximately 20 in the morning and again in the afternoon mm-hmm.
0: Do You feel that? That number is too much to handle, or is it? Are you, do you feel that, that's, that, that you, you have sufficient resources to deal with that number of Bakhrim at one time using this system?
2: I think it's okay. I think it works. I think it's not too many. Uh, 20 is not a huge amount, and I can call on each Bakhr a couple of times during this year uh, to participate. And uh, I don't think it's too many. Of course, the fewer Bachrim you have, the more you can be focused on each, but realistically I don't think that 20 is too many.
0: Mm-hmm. How different is the, 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 the schedule, the daily schedule of, of the, the, the boys now that they're learning, now that they're not in yeshiva, how different is, is it than, from, than, than a typical day in yeshiva?
2: So we did decide to sh- shorten the day quite a bit. Um, normally. Our sedarim start at nine o'clock, and we did push that back to ten o'clock. Now that we're online, um, the lamudechol classes normally I think go a little bit later as well. We cut off a few minutes off of each period in order to make it easier for the lamudechol teachers to have them. But it is a surprisingly long day, in any event. Uh, I would say something like ten to five thirty, or something like that, which is a real significant chunk of the day. Uh, that boys are busy with that. There are some breaks built in, especially for lunch, but nonetheless, it is a significant chunk of the day that they're spending on the computer.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, given the initial, what seems like, initial success with this program uh, of remote learning, obviously conditions are far from ideal, do you see that uh, in sham in a few weeks, a few months, whatever it is, everything gets back to somewhat normal um, if a if Talmud for whatever reason can't be in yeshiva, either he's not well or he had to go, go away and, and, and be at a distance, do you see any possibility of him joining this year and being part of the, of the, of the starm of yeshiva through this remote system?
2: The truth is we're not really set up for it in the classroom, but until now, very often if a Talmud is out ill, He'll text me, Rebby, do you mind recording the shear, putting the phone on while you're saying shear so I can listen in even while I'm home or wherever he has to be. So um, I think that's sufficient. I don't think when you're talking about a comment who's out for a day, he has to actually be videoed into the shear. He has to see my face and I have to see his face. I think the phone call is sufficient um, when he's out for a, a day, for two days. I don't think it's necessary to uses this system and i don't think anybody's going to be so driven to do that
0: mm-hmm. okay one final question uh, it's a question about uh how the talmidim which obviously they're they're lost everyone is feeling lost a little bit the talmidim find themselves stripped from their yeshiva environment there's no davening in yeshiva there's no seder no regular seder with a person um they're not they're not making trouble in english class <laughs> There's no supervision really, but like you said, there's nobody really on top of them other than what the, the, the limited capabilities that you have from the remote, the, the remote room. They're not eating meals together. So how, how do you feel that the boys could, what could they do on their end to try to keep their ruchnias up and their spirits upbeat and positive as, they, as we all go through this idea?
2: Look, it's a real challenge because most boys are home with siblings and parents and uh, it's very nice family time maybe for a day or two, but as we can imagine that becomes more and more of a challenge as time goes along. I think it's important for boys to connect outside the actual classroom environment. Happens to be that Yeshiva recommended, and it was a good idea, about an hour ago, I was on Zoom with Talmudim outside the actual shear time because the shear time, we're always worried, it's at a premium now, we're always worried we don't want to spend that time schmoozing with Bachrin. And uh, an hour ago, we went on separate from the Sheer, and we're able to shmuz with Bachrim and just hear how they're feeling and how they're doing and just to maintain connections with their abeyim, with other Bachrim during their free time, not to sort of hunker down and be stuck, but to maintain those connections, we can lift each other's spirits and sort of can't make it ideal, but we can certainly Keep those connections that are, those social connections are so important to our emotional well being.
0: Okay, thank you very much, Rabbi Kamet. I wish you had slacha, continuing to be Machanach, Yetamidim under these conditions. And as uh, Baruch should help and bring a, a speedy resolution to this uh, for the current month. Amen. Thank you so
2: much for having me. Okay,
0: we have on the line a Daniel who's in Pikskal Yeshiva, Masifta Bachar, and we're uh, g- g- going to ask him about his experiences over the last few days learning outside Yeshiva uh, through the phone. Welcome, Daniel.
3: Hello, shalom aleichem.
0: So, it's been a couple of days already that since uh, the Yeshiva had to close and everyone came home. Um, could you tell us a little bit of, of, of your Seder Hayyayim now? now that you're outside yeshiva, and how, you, how you're managing to keep up some sort of learning schedule now that you're uh, not able to be in yeshiva?
3: Well, Abar Hashem, right away, as, as they already told us the day when they told us that we're leaving, which was Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, they told us at the beginning of second Seder that we're leaving, right on the spot, they already hung up a sign that they're having a hotline with yeshiva updates, and yeshiva is not closing until the end of the and they're going to keep up the learning, and and they worked on it overnight, and they're still working and fixing, they're having, they set up very good conference systems for shear every single day, regular time, regular shear. And first aid of Baruch Hashem on the phone with my first aid of Chavrusah Baruch Hashem worked out way better than I thought it would be. It was clear at work, two hours straight. And yeah, so that's doing well. And then the second Seder, I have a brother home, so I'm with him, and then I learned. Then after that, then the second Seder, I learned with the Chavrusah on the phone. And I said, on the phone, also. so it's working. I mean, it's it's a little less. It's harder, but you have to catch each other. You have to find phones. But yeah, it's working, Mm-hmm.
0: Um, d- during seder, the the, the 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 morning seder is that that, is that done as a collective effort, like the whole Shia, the whole the, 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 the all the Bahram in the Shia together are learning for a seder at the same time. Is like there any interaction between the ilam?
3: Um, not really. This morning, actually, there was just trying to, like, guys that were calling each other to figure out, like, because they, they tried, they're working on it. It wasn't fully set up yet. They, they made robocalls to call everyone's house to tell them what to do to prepare for shear. It was actually very cool. They did it. They said that it called your house, but, like, if someone didn't pick up, then you missed it. And, like, they didn't get everyone's numbers and some, some, some share. I'm like, I got today a call for the, not from from my rebbe. I got the wrong one. So yeah, the interaction there is interaction to know what to learn, and yeah, if you get stuck with something, if you need yeah, there is calling for a shalitaisus or Rashi or a pay if that's, if someone gets stuck, but generally it's basically straight with your with your, your chavruta, uh, at least for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh huh. Do you have access to other to the other bachrams phone numbers? Like, do you know you know how to reach them in case you wanna you, you wanna keep a little bit of a of a kesha like like you had in Yeshiva when you're sitting together in the same base medrash? Well,
3: totally. Well, some are easier than others. I have a cell phone. It's all myself. I have everyone's numbers, but only like 13 or 14 out of 31 of my shir have a cell phone. So and I don't have texting. So it makes it uh, it's not as easy to reach a guy. Um, straight to him because when he call, uh, calling a guy's house and he had to have eight kids and everyone, not only him, is trying to call conferences for their yeshiva, their school, for their Rebbe, or listening to speeches, so you have to reach them. But yeah, we are keeping contact. The ones with the cell phones the shore are because sure it's easier. I didn't know that's the ones they call me. I call them. Canada, we got a guy from Canada. I spoke to him today. I got a guy, got a guy from Australia. He left even earlier because he was scared he wouldn't be let in, but I spoke to him too. He called me. I can't call him, but he calls me because he has a calling card. But yeah, over, overall, most guys are interacting. Mm-hmm.
0: So tell me a little bit about the shear. How long is shear usually, and how is shear being given now?
3: Shear is usually between 40 to 50, 55 minutes, and now it's a little shorter, like more between like 30 and 40, but the actual shear is the same exact, not on. He. It just goes straight to year and the regular year. The
0: is, uh, is there a way to ask the Rebbe questions? Uh, you know, usually in yeshiva, you have time to, to, to talk over the Shia with the Rebbe. How's that done now that you're, uh, that you're not in the same place?
3: Well, during the shear not, but I call my Rebbe's phone. He picked up right away. He's, he's available. He's home. So he's, he has a cell phone. Everyone has his number and he's available. Happy to talk to anybody who wants to ask him anything or call him about anything. Mm-hmm.
0: does he does he make time yet to have where everybody could call in maybe like a group call and and everyone could hear each other's questions so that they, you know that keeps up the connection between between everyone
3: he did not do that i doubt he will because it's very hard because unless you like go in order of the list because when you do like even i'd say after share sometimes if five guys are on five guys will try to schmooze the disaster because if all five guys talking it just gets staggered because you can't it's it's way easier when we're just the rabbis talk. Everyone's quiet. But when you have five guys talking, everyone just talks and talks and don't care with each other because you have five people talking. So it doesn't really work.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Talk about davening. Obviously, now the, the, there's no shuls. There's no minyanim. There's no obviously no davening in yeshiva. Um, how, how do you feel? How, how do you do davening now? Do you do it at a certain time? Is it uh, is it is, is it different? Then obviously it's different. But in what way are you, are you finding the davening? How, how hard is it? And what are you doing to try to make it as best? The, the, well, it's definitely different, difficulty?
3: but you still, it's definitely different, but you still, you know, it's better to daven at the same time as other people. So I have two brothers that are bar mitzvah and my father. So we set up not like a, sh- a real shul, but we set up, you know, siddurim, a table, made like a standard. So we try to, we, we generally, is not always, we usually daven together at the same time, like, you know, the same pace. So it feels it, feels, it doesn't. No, it's not a minion, but it feels feels more real than just you know, diving in your bed in your slippers. and you know, has the jacket's real. We filming today the matches. They sent out a letter by him kippur katan, so we did a, a real kippur katan today, like together. Also, so yeah, it's definitely not yeshiva, and it's definitely not shul, but it's it's better than better than yourself. It's it's more together. It's better to dive at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. Let me ask you uh, just a just a question, not really related to yeshiva, but just in general. Um, we 've seen a lot of different attitudes to the whole matzav, uh from from you know some some people are take, we're taking this very serious right away and, uh, and and realizing how how dangerous the matzav is others not so not so much um, between you and your friends, how do you feel do you feel that uh, that, that, that the Bahram are taking the matzav very seriously or or or, or they 're not as scared as everyone else is
3: well, for sure now people are getting more nervous, but originally for sure not, because like even it was uh, Sunday night when like it started, like things were closing down. So like everyone, yeshiva, and like they sent home anyone had a small cold, they were getting nervous. So like they came down and one of the, the all the son came down and he spoke and he said, you know, everyone shouldn't be so nervous because they are, they were saying then that is not, it's nochama sakana for a regular average healthy person, which means an average brucher, it could be a flu it could be a weakness but it should be fine but i don't know you know always teenagers are more uh, chills.
0: Mm-hmm. okay um, one, one last question uh, given that uh, right now it's towards the end of this month only a few days left probably so um, we don't we don't have the, the you don't have the, the, to worry about uh, the, losing steam because this month is almost over and, and Pesach is almost here but should the, the this situation continue and after Pesach, the yeshiva has to also continue from remote locations. Everyone needs to continue learning. Do you see this setup lasting for a while? Or are you afraid that maybe uh, the Bacham won't be able to handle it and, and, and there will be some, some dropping of the ball?
3: Um, is as far as learning, I think it could stay the same. I mean, it's not the same learning as the yeshiva because it's not together. It's not as easy. You have to find a phone. You've got to find a quiet room. But as the learning gets, as um, being in good moods and all that, it definitely gets harder as it goes on, just being locked in your house and like walking outside and on your back porch and nothing past that. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay. It's the Maybe this should help uh, that, uh, that hopefully this matter should not last long. And uh, obviously, a tremendous amount of, of lost limadataira uh, because of the situation, but we have to do what, what, what we have to do and it should be Matzliach. Continue learning as stark as you can. And, and, and hopefully, you and all you could uh, keep on doing what you're doing. Amen. Go. We have with us Aryeh, who's a Bachar learning in Yeshiva in New York. Welcome, Aryeh. Yes, thank
4: you. Thank you for having me.
0: Question. Right now, yeshiva has been closed due to the coronavirus, and everybody is at home, with their families, in isolation. How are you and your friends finding this situation? Are you able to learn regularly? Are you able to keep the regular storm of yeshiva? Tell us a little bit about your schedule now that you're at home, away from yeshiva.
4: So the schedule, obviously, is a little bit different for us. Uh, We got out of yeshiva towards uh, the end from one of the ends of yeshivas. They held out pretty much as long as they can. They sent everybody home, and then all the outbreak and the pandemic part started uh, doing out. So right before we left, yeshiva tried to set up a few things to make sure that people would be able to learn. Obviously, it's not the same. So before we left, we tried setting up chavrusis every day we have a shear on the telephone, on one of these uh, call-in line things. It doesn't work that well, but whatever it does work, those people who call in for the shear and that. And then most people have chavrusas that they try to learn, learn with every day.
0: So tell me, how does the chavrusas work? You just you call each other and do it on the phone?
4: Yeah, or that, or Zoom, or FaceTime, depending on how or what, or whatever works best for each person. And they try to pick something that they would feel be learn- would be able- they would be able to accomplish the most by learning that in that period of time, and that's what they go with.
0: How does your Rebbe uh, say say shear? Does he does he give you what to prepare, and, and then he just says share over the phone?
4: Yeah, it's not it's what we were learning in yeshiva from before, so we were learning baba early in yeshiva, and it's just continue that as if it was a regular shear just over the phone
0: hmm What about uh, the afternoon seder, night seder? Tell us a little bit about that.
4: That There, is, there isn't much of that. There's nothing of that yeshiva-related, but there's just uh, personal chavrusas that people have set up right before we left.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, a, lot, a big part of yeshiva is also the social aspect, being together with your friends, uh, learning, schmoozing, just being together. Now that you're home, how do you how you how do you manage to keep connected with your friends and 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 ensure that uh, you don't go crazy from just being isolated
4: right so the friends part is hard being social is a big part of monum for a lot of people and now it's coming closer to that and that's going to take a big hit but through whatsapp and uh whatsapp chats it's pretty and status it's pretty easy to stay connected to most people and see what everybody's doing and how Everybody's managing in their quarantines and whatnot. Staying connected, uh, most people have WhatsApp now, so that's not so hard to stay connected. But the social thing and hanging out with your friends over Venus Vena's Mountain, that's probably going to take a big hit, and that might be pretty hard.
0: Hey, we see we see that a lot of people's attitudes towards this, uh, the, the, this coronavirus outbreak has been very different. Some people are dead scared, in panic mode, buying everything they can terrified of germs and, and, and sanitizing everything. And there's other people that are just shrugging it off and taking things as they come. H- have you seen, you and your friends, the attitude towards this outbreak? Is it, is it more of the first type? Is it more of panic? Or are you, are you mostly relaxed about it?
4: For the most part, most people are pretty relaxed. But obviously it depends on each person's family. Some people have really nervous parents. Some people have parents which are not really that nervous about it. So it all depends about your house and your thinking. Some people want to be more loose about it, but their parents don't really let them. So each person depends. For me personally, I've been pretty like, I've taken precautions, tried pirelling, washing my hands, wearing a mask, if I go to crowded places. But for the most part, I haven't been that nervous about it. And it is what it is.
0: Uh, Another question. This might be a little bit touchy, but uh, feel free to share what you're comfortable with. Uh, We spoke to different Machanchem about what the role of parents should be during this time towards their children. Should they be their child's mashkiach? Should they be on top of them, making sure they do everything properly? Or should they just let them be and and manage themselves as they go through this difficult time?
4: That's not for me to say. Obviously, I think each person's parent has to know their kid and know what their kid feels and what's best. And each kid knows his situation, has to be mature about it and understand what works best for them. Some parents feel that a more... um, uh, hands-on approach is better. Some parents are a little more laid back. Obviously, for you and your child, depending on what the situation is, that how you should, that, you should deal with it how you see fit.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, what about being at home for an extended period of time? Uh, most yeshiva bachram have cabin fever and they get antsy and need to get out. Um, what, 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 yeah. what, 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 are, what are bachram doing now that they're stuck at home? How do they, how do they manage to, 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 get, to get a little fresh air?
4: No, it's a problem. That's, that's, a real, that's a major issue for most people. Okay? You can't really, there's not really much to do. There's not really much to go. I mean, you can go to the store, get some food, but you can't even sit down or hang out with friends. I mean, it's really hard for most people. There's not really that much There's limited stuff available to keep busy. And cabin receiver is obviously a huge issue for most people. I'm seeing a lot and hearing from a lot of people that they're very bored, and it's a real struggle. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you see uh, any, any chance that, uh, that, that Bachram will try to get together in some some way, shape, or form just to, just, just to keep their, themselves sane?
4: Obviously, you could try, but if you have a group of people, there's always going to be, you want to hang out with the boys. There's always going to be that guy whose mother doesn't let him go out with everybody. So, and it's not fun unless like everybody's in there and all the boys are together. So you could have like a small meeting of people. You go to a guy's house, but most parents are not going to want other people coming out. And there's not really that many places to hang out. Unless the guy picks you up and you can hang out in his car or something, but other than that, it's not really that much you could do for a social thing and hanging out with the boys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, uh, one more question is it's coming up on Baynes Manim, and that's uh, at the end of Isman is when a lot of Bacharim plan to change yeshivas, to switch, to, to, to take pahars, and, and and look to go to a different yeshiva, look to go to Eretz Now with this whole outbreak and every everyone's uh, under lockdown. What are Bachram doing about regarding their plans for next month? Are they talking about it? Are they making plans?
4: I heard, haven't heard much, but I can tell you a story. There's a yeshiva in Lakewood where a bunch of Bachram are supposed to go to Eretz Israel next month, and that looks like they're not going to be able to do that due to the coronavirus. So what they did was they spoke to the Hanhala of their yeshiva, and they were able to set up for the third year people who were supposed to leave to have an outside ready come in and learn with them, even though there's no planned schedule for the yeshiva there for them to be able to stay learning for the rest of this month. It's supposed to end after Pesach third year of the year it ends. They were able to get an outside guy come in. The plan is that if the coronavirus went and if it clears, to, to go back to yeshiva to the old yeshiva and stay there for the time being. Because right now to be switching yeshivas and going places and taking it seems like it's going to be really difficult. So from what I've heard, my limited, uh, aspect on or whatever whatever i've seen limited amounts of, is that i don't think there's going to be much of that going on and that's going to take a big hit obviously for yeshivas trying to recruit people for next month i mean it's pretty scary to be uh Roshiva right now who's trying to get people to come in and whatnot it's pretty it's up in the air i mean for a lot of people this time it's very hard not just Roshiva's for, for everybody financially and everything it's a pretty scary time
0: yes that's very true okay let's hope that this situation clears this quickly as possible and that you're able to get back to to yeshiva with you and your friends and learn under regular conditions.
4: Yeah, i Thank Thank you you. very much,
0: Arye. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Coming up next on Chinuch 2.0, the state of Chinuch in boys' elementary schools. How to continue teaching younger boys who aren't able to learn on their own during the coronavirus closure. You've been listening to Chinuch 2.0 a podcast exploring the changes happening to how we do Chinuch. Chinuch 2.0 is hosted and produced by me, Aaron Parnas. Special thanks to David Lichtenstein of Headlines, who inspired this show, and who we get much guidance from. You can also sign up for text notifications by sending the word Chinuch to 484848. Send the word Chinuch to four eight four eight.